Good morning. This is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. This month, we began a series entitled Spiritual Warnings for 21st Century Living. 21st century living. Warnings play a huge role in sheltering us from potential harm and danger. And we've seen that take place as we've moved through the pandemics, as we see the growth in crime, including cybercrime, as we see personal and elaborate surveillance and security equipment to keep our homes safe. With that same diligence, we should also take heed to spiritual warnings as we move through these fretful times. The writer of Hebrews gives us five warnings um, as believers in order to help us move through the changes and the enormous um, events that are taking place in this 21st century. Last week, we opened the book of Hebrews with a grandiose statement expressing how eternal God has chosen to communicate with us during these times. In verse 1, it states, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake into time past has in these last days spoken to us by his son. And last days began when Jesus came. So we've been in the midst of last days since um, the first century when Christ came into existence, came into existence when he came in order to um, honor us and honor his father by offering us eternal salvation. And we are so grateful for that. Today we're going to continue in that study of Hebrews and the title of this um, teaching for today is Time for Analysis, Time for Analysis. And one of the things that in my past life I did was a, be a business consultant and I was engaged to help clients develop strategic plans to accomplish their organization's mission and business goals. Um, one of the tools we used in order to see where they were in the midst of that environment was called a SWOT analysis that would look at our strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats as an organization. During that time, it was um, an eye-opener as we began to see the potential dangers that a business may be facing and would need to develop key strategies to move them in a different direction. As we look at the book of Hebrews, and as we look at our lives through that filter, it is important for us to also do that same thing, to say, okay, as I'm listening to these warnings, um, where are my strengths? Where are my weaknesses? Uh, where are my strengths, the virtues that I may have? What are the weaknesses, those sins that so easily beset us? What are the opportunities? What's the potential that Jesus is offering us and given to us as part of our purpose 
And what are the threats in the way of temptations that take us away from um, the plan of God? And so in the writing of Hebrews, we see that same thought pattern taking place. Now, the writer of Hebrews, um, there's much controversy as to who it was, but there is no specific um, detail with reference to who it was. The audience, interesting enough, uh, was not a church, uh, which we saw in Paul's letters to the various churches, but it was a group of Jewish Christians, um, men of some intellectual ability. They had been established for a good many years and had a history of dealing with persecution, which was very typical for the churches at that time. They should have been mature Christians capable of teaching others, but instead they had begun to turn inwardly. Um, the audience also was neglected in good deeds. And part of those good deeds were helping new members in the church come to an understanding of the doctrine of Christianity and be, what it meant to be a Christ follower. They were even a little bit sloppy in their uh, worship service, um, the casualness of it or deciding that they really didn't need to go. That's what the scripture in Hebrews 10 says, do not forsake the gathering of one another. But all in all, there was a cooling down in their faith. Um, they were wavering between Christianity and going back to Judaism. And so the author was looking for a way to rekindle the reader's commitment to Christ. You know, as we look around at the pandemic and the changes in how we now worship, um, I wonder if there's some of that cooling in our faith where maybe we've gotten a little sloppy with reference to our worship because we don't have to be in the four walls of the church to worship God. And maybe we are a little um, ne negligent and good deeds, you know, checking on other people, or maybe we haven't, but it's very important as we do that analysis, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, to say, okay, just where are we exactly? Um, you know, they were also falling into the habit of um, falling short of because of wrong attitudes. And it's really hard to manage our attitudes during these different times. That's why it's very close to draw near to God and to call upon the Holy Spirit to help us because it's all a matter of the heart as we move through this. The environment for those individuals um, that the writer of Hebrews is addressing uh, were very difficult times as we see that many of the first converts were usually poor and slaves and they had a great deal to gain from being Christians. Um, however, um, the Roman government continued to press hard upon them as they made the, their decisions to be Christ followers. So that's kind of the analysis of where the individuals were who were going to be studying about in the book of Hebrews. 
within the book of Hebrews itself, the warnings um, have been the focal point for many commentaries and biblical scholars. These warnings are more than um, indicators of possible problems, or, but they're more extreme spiritual dangers um, that we all need to be aware of. The first warning is the danger of neglect, and it's in chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. The second warning deals with the danger of unbelief. That's chapter 3, verses 7 through chapter 4, 13. Warning 3 deals with the danger of spiritual immaturity, which spans chapter 5, verse 11 through chapter 6, verse 20. The fourth warning deals with the danger of drawing back, drawing back chapter 10 verses 26 through 39 and the final warning is the danger of refusing God which is chapter 12 verses 25 through 29 neglect unbelief spiritual immaturity drawing back refusing God those are things that we in the 21st century church need to use as an evaluation of where we are as a church as a whole and as individual believers. This series is intended to help us examine where we are in our individual walk of faith. Are we helping or hindering our journey? Um, therefore, I will offer through this series more questions than answers, but I want and offer those to you in order for you to really begin to do a search of your heart of where you are in the journey. We begin with this first question, um, where are you in your current faith walk? Secondly, what would motivate us to consider the five warnings? What would motivate us? And finally, where did Jesus where does Jesus Christ fit in our life today? Where are we in our current faith walk? What would motivate us to seriously consider the five warnings? And finally, what does Jesus Christ, where does Jesus Christ fit in our life today? Our examination of these questions will act as the backdrop for our studies, and it's our hope that at the conclusion we will better understand the current threats to our faith and our spiritual growth. These include the current 21st century worldview of Jesus Christ and Christianity. Next week we'll do an analysis of the first two warnings, the danger of neglect and the danger of unbelief. But feel free to do some pre-reading, um, do some study, um, and prepare for our discussion on next week. And if you would like to uh, begin a new life with Jesus Christ, if you would like to um, come to a place where you can leave your sins and burdens and walk away a new creature in Christ, we invite you to go to our website, itwministry.org, and click on the Invitation tab. 
Um, and you have an opportunity to begin to move forward through these times of spiritual warnings for 21st century living. That's it for today, and please share our podcast with your friends and family, and we thank you for joining us. We take not your um, following and reading um, for granted. Um, We ask that you do not neglect your church. If you have a local church, attend your local church and support them. However, whether online or in person, continue to pray for our church. Continue to pray for this ministry. And guess what? We'll look forward to being with you next week on Morning Reflections. Be blessed. Bye-bye.